I'm all about that fuss-free glam. Give me makeup that's versatile and feels like air on my skin and has ingredients that love my face, that's good for my face. You know, clean ingredients. And don't even get me started on mascaras because I do want them bold and lengthening. <laughs> and so we have Thrive Cosmetics, which I've been using since 2020, obviously because I appreciate their foolproof products that make it really easy to apply for any skill level. And they have a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look, but also they give back. Every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Hence why it's Thrive Cosmetics, C a u s e medics thrive cosmetics and bigger than beauty skincare are not just makeup brands they're a whole vibe they're all about empowering us to rock our confidence and when you support them we are helping other communities thrive their stuff is not only easy to use but no nasties zero parabens sulfites phthalates they are 100 vegan and cruelty free let's talk lashes thanks to thrive's liquid lash extensions i must say that my lashes are just so beautiful and lush it adds lengths there are no clumps and also guess what it slides right off with warm water so no raccoon eyes here and i appreciate they have nourishing ingredients that support longer stronger and healthier looking lashes over time and it's a unique formula they use that creates these tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. We've had problems in the past with the link, but the link does work now. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 10% off your first order. One thing that might hopefully be a breath of fresh air is that the universe, like I said, will not tell you what to do, but will guide you to help you release things that are holding you back, but give you the opportunity to release it so you can move forward and expand, even if that opportunity might feel for that moment very harsh or dark or hard to deal with or scary. Yet the universe or your guides, they want you to be able to break free from this. But they're not going to just magically pull it out of you as what's the growth in that? Now let the magic begin. Hello and jai ma, yomis. It's Raquel. And, ooh, wow, I was taking a pause from grabbing my mic, placing it on this table, pulling out my computer, opening up the screen, simply to just record. I was procrastinating it as my mind was telling me, don't force it, don't force it, you'll know when you're ready, you've got the nudge. Well, <laughs> then I asked my soul, because I was like, you know, time is time is ticking. It's Sunday and it's 11 a.m. And of course, my inner knowing knows I don't have to do anything, but I do really want to and I have a desire to and I will make it happen because I always do. I've never missed a Monday. 
and I don't need to wait for the nudge as I can grab that microphone at any time because I have the power to do this at any time and in any mood and in any state. It's just the mind that will create this idea that we need to feel so in alignment and so high vibe, which yes, to be honest, I do actually feel in a higher vibrational state than I was this time last year, indeed, where I spent my birthday in Scotland, hanging out by myself. It's quite fun. (laughs) But this year, I get to dance in these mountains, see friends and family as I please. Friends and family were trying to make plans, but I requested that I just flow and no plans. I said I just want to go be in nature. I think I'm going to go find a hidden waterfall somewhere and perhaps cleanse. Okay, so, and I'll tell you why in a second, but first, back to this flow on my birthday. I realize I really prefer not to have plans. I really just would rather if it's going to be, quote unquote, a day (laughs) dedicated for what I want to do, then it's just got to be go with the flow and I will not feel obligated to go see or do anything. I'm just going to do. I'm just going to be. Okay, so let me tell you why. Let me tell you why I want to find a hidden waterfall. So my friend Sarah, she was on the Bali retreat, amazing soul, and hung out with her. And she took me on my last day down to this waterfall, this hidden waterfall and there were three locals that were standing right next to the waterfall Uh, one was embracing his freedom all in the nude all in his birthday suit and then the other two were just smoking and drinking they were all smoking and drinking and just hanging out by the waterfall probably just kicking back after a long work day and sarah and i decided to sit across from the waterfall and just observe it on this large rock that was calling us Then, only moments later, in walks this man, perhaps my age or slightly younger, that looked like Peter Pan. (laughs) So picture Peter Pan, and now picture Peter Pan in real life. That was this one. That was this guy. (laughs) He, He looked like Peter Pan, perhaps some sort of Australian surfer dude. And... Ooh, when he walked in, there was a force of an energy that just surrounded the area we were in, the proximity. And he, his eyes, his drishti was just complete tunnel vision. On the waterfall, he rips off his clothes, takes off his backpack, leaves him there. We're like, oh, well, he trusts that his stuff isn't going to get taken. All right, good for him. He had a mission. He was on a mission. Yes fully naked, fully in the nude, of course we saw it all. He walks to the waterfall with a purpose. When he enters the waterfall, he begins to sway and dance and move his chi around and release it and cleanse. He was moving with great intention and it was one of the most beautiful sights I've ever seen, including the man himself. But that's beside the point. So. He was focused in that waterfall. And then when the other nude local guy comes into the waterfall and starts moving around his chi with him. And you know what? He did not mind. He was just there 
he was just being he was just experiencing the moment then so all right sarah and i were on the second rock behind the waterfall which was slightly larger then there's another big rock but not as big that was a few feet in front of us he walks to that rock stands there dripping wet spreading his feet shoulder width apart and again continues his movement his chi and something about his energy feels slightly lighter now and sarah and i this entire time were pretty much silent staring at this beautiful moment of something that i got to witness as feeling completely boundless completely free and untethered one of the most beautiful representations of that he didn't care he did not mind that we were right there he did not mind that the locals were there he was just simply swaying and moving and connecting deeply with this waterfall and clearly releasing something that was within and then when he was done he simply just walked to his clothes and backpack which were definitely still there put them on he looked up at Sarah and I and then just kept walking so my friends that is something I want to do this birthday week the problem in Utah is not finding a waterfall there's plenty there's a plethora of them the problem is finding a hidden one yes I want to be free but in order to be free in this land of what they call the free, you also have to be clothed. <laughs> so I indeed want to find a hidden one. So how freeing does that sound? And I highly recommend it. Go in there with intention, whatever your intention is to cleanse. Let it go and just let it be. I'm gonna find one perfect one for this week to go to. Anyway, I just finished watching a Phil Good, who Sarah also introduced me to this creator, um, Phil Good. And Phil Good, he, he's, uh, he's, he's next level when it comes to diving into this work. And he's someone that people will watch when they're ready, indeed. So I've been watching some of his videos and I mid video felt that nudge that I was hoping I would feel and now it is noon 17 and here I am talking to you and ready to flow into the solo episode where I'm applying the lessons that I'm learning as a W and a Leo South Node whose North Node is an Aquarius where I innately am able to share about myself but my higher version of self or where I'm reaching for is make this episode a lot about all of you and answering your questions and of course raising this vibration of this community that sure i typed in the name with ali but it's really you guys who have created it and manifested the way it, where it's gone today and i just can't thank you enough um i haven't ever really marketed it yet if and when i do that it will definitely be someone else doing that for me because you know that's just not part of what lights me up in life <laughs> i'm not much of a marketer unless I can somehow do it in my own creative way or if it feels right I'm still not a marketer so really you guys have you know expanded this podcast just by word of mouth and also you raising your vibration which clearly all of you have a great influence on other people and so because you've listened 
you've inspired them to listen and I couldn't be more grateful and also thrilled to just see this consciousness shift and rising and people so open to learning more of what lies beyond the physical but also really open to discovering their own truth and their own magic <laughs> now i don't totally have a plan but i do know what i'm going to do is i'll be answering questions in no particular order but i will look at the facebook group first and then i'll move over to the instagrams which I have my phone far, far away from me right now so I can stay focused on this. And I'll be interweaving messages that the goddesses who attended the first ever Your Own Magic retreat had said. We were up on a beautiful deck overlooking the luscious jungle and I had them use the exact same mic set that Allie and I used since day one because that's the, still the same one that I've used and it was really magical to have them tap into their soul so of course we were excited we were in our human selves talking chatting then we sit and they use the tools that they learned on the retreat they incorporated them and each one of them delivered a message straight from their soul everyone's was different and beautiful and i'm excited to interweave those into this podcast too so stay tuned. Now, because this part is the intro, I have no idea if I'm going to do a part one and a part two because this might be hella long because honestly, I'm just here and I'm just going to answer as many questions as possible until I feel like my energy is running on low fuel. And this time, I do intend to not answer one question for 10 minutes and only get through like five questions. I am going to do my best to relay the message in a more condensed way and get through as many as possible. Oh, by the way, did I mention it's my birthday today <laughs> when you're listening to this? It is so happy birth given day, mama. My mom listens to every single episode. <laughs> but yeah, today marks the day 29 years ago where my soul decided to finally make her way onto Mama Earth in a physical human suit and not yet bombarded with the conditioning of society, <laughs> only with her past lives. <laughs> and the craziest part is that this day marks the first day of my last year of my 20s. And, ah, oh, I need to ask an astrologer again, when exactly does my Saturn return end? <laughs> um, luckily, I feel as though I am over that really, really dark time, you know? But, of course, I'm human and we're all going to still have our dark times, which I can't wait for you to listen to next week's episode because I talk a lot about that with one of my really, really close friends who lives in Ubud. Her name is Victoria Bowman and... Oh, she is wonderful. Yeah, I hope that episode will help many of you who might be going through a hard time or just honestly any human as we all go through hard times and it could just be something to place in your pocket. That was a powerful, spontaneous, it was a spontaneous episode. We just, we were just hanging out for fun, for funsies, and we were talking about a lot of deep stuff as one does, especially in a boot, and we were like, hey, 
why don't we just go record this? Because the reason why is because I remember when Charlie and I were talking at Seeds of Life and then, you know, we got to talk on the podcast for two out and a half hours in Ubud. But our prior conversation, I was like, man, I wish that I was recording this. And then I see Victoria and we're having another deeply intense conversation. I was like, man, I wish I was recording this. Wait, I can record this and I should record this because Victoria has so much to offer for the Soul Tribe. And she's actually almost like the brunette version of me. (laughs) Just kidding. But she has a double Leo, uh, which is crazy because I didn't know that I had known a double Leo. But she's somebody that I've just always been so deeply connected to. And so I can't wait for you to meet Victoria. She's a force. Well, I think it is time to jump right in after, of course, the Yummy Review of the Week. The Hippie Wander, a gem. Thank you, Raquel, for you and for this amazing podcast. I came across your own magic a few months ago when Heather Hoffman was on, and I haven't been able to stop listening since. This podcast is not only informative and insightful, it has helped me embrace who I am, especially during times when I feel alone and misunderstood. There is so much love and magic that comes through this podcast, and I am forever grateful. Well, I am forever grateful, (laughs) too, that you have found this, and it's been helping you with whatever you are going through in life. And I'm also thankful for Heather being the one that introduced you to this and your journey. So thank you, Hippie Wander. And also, um, speaking of Heather, I've literally this weekend nonstop been listening to her song, Kundalini Rising. And if you listen to that on Spotify, her name is Activation. Also, somebody asked me to create a Spotify Shakti playlist, which, so, um, I should have posted that on Insta Story by now. I, I think that everybody who has DM'd me, I'm pretty sure I have connected back with. And so I am so, so thankful, you know, show in love and send in love on the Instagram and on the Facebook and just connecting with each other and connecting with me. I answer pretty much every DM that I can, even if it does take some time. If you send a longer one, you know, I'm going to, if it's a short, simple one, I'll probably answer right away. If it's longer, I kind of like let it hang for a little bit till I can get around to it. But I do totally love DMing and voice memoing and the and DMs and all that with you guys. So um, yeah, thank you for sending love on the DMs and on the posts or even just tagging me in your posts because I always see those and I'll always like them, obviously. And this is the perfect segue to talk about one of our sponsors who is bringing you this episode, which is Skillshare. And with love, underscore by Jess, had posted her crocheting, watching one of their iPhone photography courses to learn how to take pro photos on our iPhones. And she was excited because she was, you know, taking advantage of Skillshare's offer for the Yomis, which is to try Skillshare for free for two months when you go to skillshare.com forward slash your own magic. And of course, I'm going to leave that link in the show notes. As you may or may not know, Skillshare has now over 30,000 courses. They are killing it. They are expanding as they are expanding our minds because they offer such a wide range of courses such as painting, writing, poetry, podcasting, starting a business, A lot of different artsy ones, a lot of different tech ones, a lot of different business ones, you name it. 
they probably have it. <laughs> and I think I need to try this iPhone photography one to up my iPhone game. Actually, no, I need to learn how to use my new camera for filming and taking pictures because right now I'm pretty much just a point and shooter and I've got a really nice camera that I would like to capture amazing content with. Like I'm so inspired by my friend Claire plentiful soul who just gets it who just has one of the most beautiful eyes and captures the most beautiful moments in such a poetic way visually and verbally <laughs> and so taking a course on that would be nice so again that's free for two months at skillshare.com forward slash your own magic skillshare.com again skillshare.com forward slash your own magic and get your two months for free and now, I believe it is time to let the magic begin with, well, us, Soul Tribe, <laughs> you and I. Let's do this. I'm excited. Right, okay, so it seems when I was skimming through them, some people ask questions to help them along their journey, their spiritual path, and some people ask personal questions about me. It's just all going to be mixed in. And the very first question I decided to answer was the person that asked the very, very first question, jumped right on it when I posted it, which I am very thankful for, Mackenzie. And Mackenzie Tognorelli asks, how did you know when past relationships were no longer serving you? And she said, sorry if you've already answered this one, I'm still getting caught up. One, <laughs> that's totally okay, I'm sure that I'll be reiterating some things, but two, I probably have answered this, but you know, who knows, as we're all evolving and we're all learning and seeing more and experiencing more, the answer might stay the same or it might expand from that or perhaps it will completely change because I've changed and I've evolved and so this I'm just going to answer from my heart um I'm, I know we've definitely talked about this on many other podcasts but I'm not going to be like hey go back and listen to other podcasts until you find that that's silly so I'll just answer it here I used to feel so guilty whenever I whenever someone would reach out that I just didn't really jive with, vibe with anymore. It just didn't feel right to be in a relationship with them or continue a relationship with them. Yet I'd feel guilty and feel obligated because I was such a people pleaser where I would put their feelings above my own. And so even though I didn't want to, I didn't have boundaries set, and I would always feel like saying yes to people and things and experiences that I just really didn't even want to do. And I realized I would continue conversations just because, you know, I felt obligated to when I knew deep down that perhaps the lessons that we learned with each other have been completed and there's no need to continue this relationship for now. And that doesn't mean it has to be forever, but... We're all evolving and perhaps whatever lessons, whatever experiences were meant to be experienced for your soul's growth or perhaps they're evolving at a different frequency than you, whether it seems as though it's higher or lower, it could just be different and it just doesn't feel right to be around and that's okay because 
everybody we meet in our life, not every single person is meant to be in our life forever. Some are just meant to pop in and then pop out. Some people are meant to just pop in and out. The fact that you're even asking this question about this relationship, which you've already marked as a past relationship, so in your heart, you already feel this person is part of your past, a past self of yours that you are now beyond. It's okay to let that person go. They'll be fine. They will live. <laughs> and honestly, it it's not your responsibility whether that's part of their soul growth or not, their learning experience or not. You leaving could be part of an experience and lesson for them, but that part you don't need to worry about. What you focus on is the feeling of what this human that you are is feeling and if it doesn't feel right to be there perhaps energetically that relationship does not need to happen anymore and like I said that doesn't mean it's going to be forever it's just not a for now there are also people in my life that I truly love that I know energetically we're not supposed to be in each other's physical presence and though I love them it's just not now. For whatever reason, it's just not now. There's something about it that doesn't feel right right now. If you listened to two podcasts ago with Brie, we did a muscle testing. And actually, even just before I recorded this episode, it's so funny how this was actually the first question. And before I answered this, I did a muscle test regarding something that is so similar because I'm thinking about a certain individual. I asked my guides using a pendulum, crystal, whether I needed to let this person go. And the questions just evolved from there. Um, I did receive some more clarity on that. So if you listen to that episode, perhaps try muscle testing for it, whether you're standing or using a pendulum and ask for your guides to show you what yes looks like show you what no looks like, show you what maybe looks like, and maybe the pendulum will swing round and round or your body will move forward. Maybe the pendulum will swing side to side and your body will move backwards on no. Then ask the question and see what happens. It's like your inner being, even in the physical sense, your inner being knows. You know, people will take lie detector tests and the lie detector tests will detect whether you are lying to yourself or to others because your body knows the truth and the lie detector will pick that up. And so that's also how your body might respond to these answers. And I love muscle testing. So you can ask if that person is just not supposed to be in your life right now. But really, you also just have an inner knowing. And clearly with the way you phrase that question, especially calling them past relationship, how did you know when past relationships were no longer serving you? Well you know. Your gut will always tell you. Another thing, of course, is journaling and asking about it. I'm Zoe Vellacamp, and you can connect with me at Zoe Vellacamp on Instagram. Raquel, you are magic. And I want you to know that your light shines through with every word that you say and everything that you do. And I'm filled with so much love and gratitude towards you and Brave for organizing such an amazing experience and providing all of us with this opportunity to grow and expand. And I'm filled with so much love and joy and this experience has just been so amazing. And I'm grateful to be here. 
Thank you. Grace Lyle. How to hear what the universe is trying to tell you what to do. I'm stuck at a crossroads that I've been at before and ignored and want to really try and listen to the universe and go where it wants me to, but I'm struggling. Great question. In fact, it seems quite a bit of people want me to answer this because they loved it and liked it. So, Grace, one thing that might hopefully be a breath of fresh air is that the universe will always guide you, but it will never tell you what to do as we have free will. In fact, this was the very first planet that offered this opportunity of us to experience free will, of beings to experience free will. Well, from what I've learned about Gaia's evolution. But, ooh, this is so good because the universe, like I said, will not tell you what to do, but will guide you to help you release things that are holding you back but give you the opportunity to release it so you can move forward and expand even if that opportunity might feel for that moment very harsh or dark or hard to deal with or scary yet the universe or your guides they want you to be able to break free from this but they're not going to just magically pull it out of you as what's the growth in that Now this is where the power of awareness and really listening comes in. And clearly you're aware enough to see that you are stuck at a crossroads and that you had been there before, yet you decided to take a different path and then you went with that instead and perhaps it didn't lead you exactly where you wanted to go and so the beautiful thing about this universe is that your guides know what you desire and so if you end up taking a path that might not lead there or might be the scenic route well sometimes they'll present to you another opportunity another path to go there and we honestly have an infinite number of paths an infinite number of avenues to go that will lead to us being able to fully live and reach our highest potential in this life and so again the fact that you're even just aware that you have been presented a crossroads now in the moment I would get quiet and I would ask my soul or journal and see what comes through to ask what is the best decision for me at this time and think about all the different options and see how they make you feel. Now, your mind might really want you to do something, but there's something in your gut that is saying, no, 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 not yet. Listen to that. Ask yourself where you usually hear your guidance. So let's say you receive some sort of bad news, like something just happened to your best friend and you just received the news that she's in a lot of trouble. Where would you feel this response first? Would it be in your gut or your heart? Whereas the mind might receive some information Your gut and your heart just gives you that deeper knowing of how you're feeling and really experiencing this. And so, 
wherever you feel that no or yes in your heart or gut, that is the place to listen. Sometimes we also might be delivered signs, which I'm sure I'll talk about later in this podcast, such as number sign. I remember seeing someone um, ask about numbers, and there's also spirit animals might be presented that kind of give you a sign and more clarity. Like for that first answer, when I was doing that muscle testing, the question of this person came to mind, and I saw 1111. And that gave me a bit of clarity, but it also drove me to grab that pendulum (laughs) to really ask. I was like, oh, I need more clarity on this at this time. And then, of course, I felt the nudge to post that 1111 on my Insta story for any of you who might receive that message. And we're going to interpret it in a different way every single time, but we always just have this inner knowing of what it means for us at that time. So again, your guides... There are so many different experiences that they want you to experience. And honestly, none of the roads are going to be the wrong road, but they will take you somewhere differently. And it might be, like I said, a slightly longer route, a slightly scenic, more scenic route to where you want to go, you desire to go. Um, And the more you listen, the more likely you are to get there and make sure to find that time to ask yourself which way should I walk which route feels better to help me reach my highest potential that will be better for the greater good including myself and you can also muscle test on that too (laughs) I love muscle testing but you know it's that inner knowing and that inner knowing does strengthen the more you work with it it's just like developing its trust muscle and the more you ignore that knowing the louder your mind gets and the harder things kind of get because your inner knowing does try to prevent you from scenarios that just don't need to happen yet of course some darkness does because we do need to experience contrast in order for our soul to expand but hopefully there will be a question where i can expand on that later Right now I'm feeling very centered in a way where I know that everything that I need is within in terms of answers and fulfilling desires and finding direction. It all feels like there's not a panic to search or to have to get anywhere that it's all here right now and the repetitive confirmations and synchronicities that have blossomed up at an alarming rate since I've been here and that I've seen with everyone else since we've been here have catapulted faith in myself to a new level because I see everything as a reflection of myself so there's no room to find disconnect and with that deeply rooted presence there is no room for um panic or doubt about anything which maybe beforehand I wasn't necessarily entirely unsure about because the path has led me here but after being here 
I feel like I stand taller on my two feet. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I'm Marin Altman, like Karen with an M. Uh, you can find me on all socials everywhere, Instagram, everything at Marin Altman, M-A-R-E-N, and you'll you'll find me. <laughs> This gift is a no-brainer, in my humble opinion, (laughs) because it's absolutely free for two months, and it just happens to help you enhance many different skill assets that you are curious to endeavor or want to strengthen. So, I mean, why not? When you go to Skillshare.com forward slash your own magic, and you will see that there are over 30,000 courses that you have unlimited access to. You can choose their design, illustration, business, technology, photo and film, entrepreneurship, writing, and so many more categories to just browse, whatever fuels your soul. I think that one of the smartest ones, if you want to just tap into writing, is to try out their Storytelling 101. It has over 16,000 students who have taken it. It's just about 42 minutes, and he talks about character, conflict, context, and craft development. You might find some nuggets in there when it comes to just good storytelling, because I realize that is more of my messaging than anything else, since actually it was a student who helped me realize that. And so I'm going to just focus on that as a strength. But it's nice to dip my toe and dabble in many different skills that I'm interested in, like photography and painting and probably some YouTubing, which I know I will definitely need help on, which of course Skillshare has. So again, go to Skillshare.com forward slash your own magic and get two months for absolutely free. That's Skillshare.com forward slash your own magic and expand yourself your soul in some way and now Kara danielle hudak she asks what are some of your favorite books you recommend for someone starting their spiritual journey i love this question okay so i thought that because there's such spiritual books (laughs) i thought that a new earth and power of now were my catalyst, but then the more I thought about it, I think that I actually read Badass, You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero first and Eat, Pray, Love by Elizabeth Gilbert, which both of those books were great initial expanders for me, planting seeds in my mind, um, in my skeptical mind of the fact that there really is something that is beyond what we can physically experience and there's some magic working for us, with us. I was on and off about God. There would be some days where I was pretty Christian, some days where I was pretty atheist. (laughs) It just depended on my mood, I guess. But finally, when I started to dive into this work and just see that we're all so, we're all divinity, we're all infinite, and, you know, there's not one person that is deeming us worthy of going to a place called heaven or a place called hell but that we are all Christ and we're all Christ consciousness. Like all of that ended up resonating when I was reading these books. And then because I'm a double Leo, (laughs) whose south node is also Leo, 
So that's my innate self. And then whose north node is Aquarius, when I'm tapped into my higher self, that Leo side of me really was also seeking of manifesting my dreams. And and if you don't know what I'm talking about, don't worry about it. Perhaps I'll talk about it later in this podcast with another question or that information will come around to you when it's time. And it will be fun because it will be about your south node and north node. But anyway, so my south node is in Leo. And so along with my sun and moon and so many other planets. So my shadow is being self-centered and when I'm in my shadow self, when I'm not in my higher vibrational, truest, most authentic self, I am, I'm self-centered. I can be bossy. I can be, I call this set part of myself Rachel. <laughs> um, actually, Rachel's not as bad as my shadow self. Rachel's just more of like my human who likes to be super weird and quirky and human. But my shadow self, so yeah, self-centered, very insecure places her worth on her looks and achievements and yeah that's just what my mind my ego innately desires and prefers also when I'm in that state I'm not ever happy like nothing can please me because I'm always chasing and reaching for more and more and more yet when I feel more aligned with my higher self and my truth and started diving into this work more deeply I just cared more about not only my soul and my soul's expansion but other souls and other people expanding for the planet for the universe for all of our ascensions but again perhaps I can get into that more later so the book that really piqued my curiosity on the spiritual journey um, I think I even read this before New Earth and A Power of Now was The Law of Attraction by Abraham Hicks because initially I was attracted to it and I think my guides guided me to it because they knew, ooh, she's going to, you know, understand this stuff if we give her incentive that if she does this, she's going to manifest this life that she really wants. Um, And so I was just attracted to all things Law of Attraction because simply... I mean, who doesn't want to live the life they want? But I really wanted to manifest things that seemed so far out of my reach. Because I got super into that book, my soul ended up guiding me to understand just how this universe works and open up to that. And that there really is more to life beyond this physical experience. And that we can dance with the universe. And I was able to dance with it. And then I cared less about having to manifest this life I desire and... And then also integrating the power of now and the power of just being present and not having to worry about the future, dream about the future, or live in the future all the time. And that power of presence, power of now, really did help me enjoy the present instead of fighting for being thirsty and reaching all the time. So the books, I can't remember which one I started with exactly, but I'm just going to say... The first five, the most influential, because I'm sure that there were some others in between that were all right, but the first five most influential were A New Earth, Power of Now, Law of Attraction, Eat, Pray, Love, and You Are a Badass. Oh, 
Yes, yeah, so I my name is Taylor. You can find me on Instagram. My handle is Tay Marie Keith. One, I'm so thankful for you. I just want you to know. I'm so thankful for you. <laughs> this experience has filled me to the brim. Um, I've been scared of connecting with people. Um, with myself and I've really been able to step back into that and learn that it's okay and it's safe to be seen and it's okay to shine and be love and accept it back. Thank you. <laughs> Amanda Casey. Amanda Casey asks, I notice when meditating, my mind likes to think of the past or something in the future. What is a good mantra? I'd like to give my brain something to do while I try to be in a calm, present moment. Well, Amanda. The first one off the top of my head. Peace begins with me. I do love mantras, obviously, when... <laughs> When I came up with my Instagram handle, because I was doing mantra meditations all the time at that time, but sometimes I do still do mantras. They're just honestly whatever I feel like doing in the moment. Uh, a lot of breath work lately, but yeah, so peace begins with me is one that when you repeat that over and over and over, well, without setting expectations, I'll let you experience whatever you experience. And then another that just came to mind is, I am loved, I am love. I am loved, I am love. Or the reverse, I am love, I am loved, whatever feels right. You know, there's really no wrong way to do anything. A lot of people love the I am that I am, and it kind of allows you to experience a sense of oneness. And that in Sanskrit is... So hum, so hum. When Ali and I were in India doing our meditation teacher training, we did that a lot. So hum, so hum, and just aligning with simply just being. Then another Sanskrit one that I really like is Loka Samasta Sukhino Bhavantu, which is a Hindu and a Buddhist chant that means may all beings everywhere be happy and free. And may all thoughts and actions from my own life contribute to the happiness, to the freedom for all, which is honestly kind of my mantra in life. <laughs> may my thoughts and my actions and also my words and just creations from my own life help contribute in some way to your happiness or just your freedom, your understanding your magic and that we all we all are influential in that sense more than we even know so I love that one loka samasta sukino bhavantu in fact maybe I'll get that tattooed I love it so much <laughs> it resonates with my soul's mission all right yummies so I know many of you are extremely intuitive. In fact, I'm pretty sure all of you are, whether you know it or not. And a lot of you, 
In fact, every one of you have quite strong psychic senses as well that perhaps you have not yet tapped into or perhaps you'd like to strengthen. And if I could have taken each and every one of you to at least just come a witness the transformation that I got to witness in person during this Bali retreat to see how Brie was able to really transform all of us, including myself, to fully strengthen and tap more deeply into our Claire senses, then I would be happy for you because it was powerful AF. Thank you. Yeah, I'm so excited. My biggest passion and joy comes from empowering others. And one of my biggest messages is that, you know, we are all intuitive. It is an innate skill that's within us. We're generally just not taught what to do with it or how to use these skills. Um, And they just lie dormant, more or less. Um, So I created this program, which is Psychic Boot Camp. It's a 10-week online program. But it's super hands-on, and you get to practice with other students in the class, and so many people make friends. It's a really beautiful community, and it's really the only way that I'm working with people right now. So I do a monthly group coaching, um, so it's fully supported, and we just basically go from zero to psychic hero. Um, But yeah, just, you know, if you're an empath, you are an empath because you're a human. Uh, we, we work around boundaries and maintaining really healthy boundaries so you never experience anything that you don't want to and you like work out those fears about the other side, which we've all, a lot of us have, have experienced. Uh, we do angel readings and spirit guides and soul readings and animal communication. Oh my gosh, she has so many life-shifting tools in her courses. Her soul sculpting, psychic boot camp, and the belief-free program. What is it called? Belief-free yeah, programming? I don't even know what I called it, but there's a. <laughs> it's a mini course of soul sculpt, and yeah. so it's at like a cheaper price. Um, and it's basically the first couple modules of soul sculpt. So you learn the formulas that we kind of discussed, and there's a bunch of meditations and yeah. ways to begin to clear those out on an energetic conscious level and then soul sculpt is like longer 10 week goes deeper into all this work psychic boot camp as it sounds you already Mm -hmm. know um Mm -hmm. but i want to gift your listeners uh 10 percent off yeah Mm -hmm. for all of the things all the things i'm gonna put her link in the show notes it's briemelanson.com and the code is magic because duh My name's Lisa Love. I'm a makeup artist, but I don't post too much of my work. But uh, I'm on Instagram at Lisa Love L2. Just a feeling of letting go of negativity and bringing forward love and compassion and patience and understanding. It seems the world is such a busy place and we hardly ever take time for ourselves. And when you do take time for yourselves and you do the little bit of work to just open up your heart and open up your third eye, just so much peace can come into you. And as a butterfly flies by, so does my father. Absolutely wonderful. 
Natalie Pellissier. How do you get past the fear of the unknown? I know that being out of your comfort zone is the area where you learn the most. But do you have any advice of relaxing and trusting in the universe for someone who is new to this? Ooh, Natalie, this is such a great question. And, and really, the first thing that came to heart, actually, there's two things that just came to heart. So one, in a sense, you're always stepping into the unknown. You're human. You're stepping into the unknown every second. You really don't know what's going to happen in an hour. Everything can change. Yet you're living. <laughs> and you're allowing yourself to live. So you're always stepping into the unknown. But now stepping outside of your comfort zone. Becoming comfortable with being uncomfortable. I have found to be exercise as a trust muscle in a sense. And I think it begins with either making the opportunity happen or feel free to just wait around until the universe gives you the opportunity for it to happen. So you can make the opportunity happen by doing something that you're super uncomfortable with, like going out to a bar and singing karaoke, or asking a guy out or girl out, or traveling to Bali by yourself. <laughs> First step would definitely be just simply buying the plane ticket, because why would you not go once you get the plane ticket and make sure it's non-refundable? <laughs> So taking that first initial step, but also just challenging yourself to do something. First initial step maybe for the karaoke would be to just walk in the bar. Just take that first step. And then, you know, maybe you'll take on the challenge of stepping up to the mic. Maybe you won't. Buy that plane ticket, first initial step. Maybe you'll end up actually flying to Bali by yourself. Maybe you won't. And each step, you develop that muscle to allow yourself to experience the comfort zone. Or you can just wait until the universe will provide you an opportunity because I promise it will. No matter how comfortable you get with being uncomfortable, you're always going to be challenged with that no matter where you are on that scale. So you might as well get comfortable with it because it does make all of it hell of a lot easier. And I have a feeling because this has been on your mind, you're going to end up mastering this <laughs> in some way. So cheers to your journey. This is really exciting. And... Remind yourself that every time you choose to face the fear, choose something that makes you super uncomfortable, that you're only expanding yourself in some way. May I make a side note? There is a difference between uncomfortable and doesn't feel right. So if something actually doesn't feel right physically in your heart, and your gut, like if this is just an inner no, a loud no, then obviously don't do that. But if this is like your mind's like, oh my God, that seems scary. I can't do that then that's different. That's like, you face it. You do that. You tell that mind that you can. <laughs> Don't allow it to stop you. Yeah, um, I'm Michaela. Um, I'm from Ireland. And my Instagram, will I put it there, is um, Michaela. So M-I-K-A-Y-L-A-L-A-H. So, Michaela, la. <laughs> thank you for having me. I am feeling really, really grateful that I came. I think it is so important to take the time to work on yourself, whether that means coming to a retreat like this, hosted by an amazing person like you, because you really are such light, and I've never known anyone who is 
just light embodied but I also know that you know you have done a lot of work to to get where you are so yeah I think it's just so important to work in ourselves to make the world a better place and make your own environment a better place because that's what we can do and that's achievable so <laughs> Rebecca lives shame how to let go of expectations about where you think you should be and surrender to where you are in the present moment I love that you asked this because if I'm being fully transparent this was something that I knew and that I would quote unquote preach but I didn't fully grasp it or fully know its power until I surrendered completely, until I let go of this old future that I was holding on to. And the only way I let go was when I realized that there's something more divinely. I've been shown time and time again, there's something more divinely on my path than I can even fathom or conjure up so to just follow the magical signs of the present moment and that will lead me to the people and the places and all the things that I want to manifest and I think that a huge part of it is part of your human designs if you listen to the human design episode with Aaron Claire Jones part one initially then part two you might learn what your human design is and more about it but for me I must surrender. I'm a projector and surrendering is everything as one thing that they note about projectors is that we must wait for the invitation in order for the great things to happen. So if we try to make it happen, which is so true for me, if I really try and force something, then it just, it doesn't work out the same. Like if something feels fabricated or the relationship doesn't work out the same as it should, the opportunities for career for expanding your own magic doesn't work out the way it should and instead I need to allow it to just be and the best thing is for me to allow, wait for the invite and then I actually end up usually receiving an invite that when I'm aligned with it that I've called in um, in time because I had surrendered and I've let go and I haven't held on to either resistance or a thirst for it a need for it or I receive something that is honestly an even better invite <laughs> in some way. Um, so that's being a projector. And I know that when it comes to like manifesting generators and generators, that's slightly different. And it's exciting. Like it's exciting for them to do something and pursue something and go make something happen that lights them up. So that's slightly different. I mean, it's just honestly that what applies to all humans, I've realized is that sometimes these inner knowings like you know Rebecca that on a soul level it's best for you to not have these expectations set these expectations and just surrender to the present moment but it is a challenge for the human mind though on a soul level you like you, you know that this is best um so yet until you're given the opportunities to experience the power and the act of surrendering and letting go which you will since you've now called that in from bringing this into your awareness um it's not going to just happen in a snap you're going to be delivered an opportunity so now so keep your eyes and ears peeled delivered an opportunity that allows you the opportunity 
to truly surrender and hopefully you can ask for it to be slightly easy on you, not too hard. Um, and so that way your beingness, your actual beingness can experience it. There's so many things that I knew about because I studied all the spiritual books. I, you know, I read all the spiritual books on the shelf. I, so many spiritual podcasts and audiobooks and met so many spiritual teachers and leaders. And so I knew this. I knew the power of surrendering and also the power of letting go of the future to just embrace the present. And then it wasn't until, you know, in recent months when I really just had to surrender and just be so okay with this present and just, you know, let go of this future that I was holding on to that looked so bright in my mind, but I was comparing my present to that. And so it was honestly distancing me from that place and making me feel like this place is not enough, which brings more of not enoughness. It wasn't until I saw that that was what was happening for me that I was really able to just let go and know that I have an awesome future ahead. (laughs) But I don't need to worry about that right now. I'm going to just be here. You hear me say this, I'm planting seeds, and so we'll see what unfolds (laughs) in time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my name's Katie. Um, I'm on Instagram. It's K and a T E R A F F E R T Y. And part of the limiting belief I had is that I can't be honest on social media, and that will change too. I came into this retreat with a lot of limiting beliefs. Um, One of them being that I'm not worthy to do a trip like this or to spend the money or to take the time off work or to travel across the world. And things aligned where that limiting belief was small enough that I saw the calling to come here and I did and it was the best decision I ever made. In five days, so much has been dropped of other limiting beliefs that I feel I'm leaving here and I'm going to change my life drastically in so many ways, from the way I connect with other women to how I view myself and I wrote in my journal when I got off the plane uh, my intentions and they were to connect with myself, connect with others, heal and to eat really good food and I did all of that and more. Beth Muir. How to embrace your inner self when you've been suppressing yourself for so long, it's almost ingrained in you. I feel like, oh, I got chills. So, again, 
I used to assume it can just happen in a snap, you know, some, it was like, I think I listened to all those podcasts and read all those books because I thought that they would send me, give me an answer that something would just click and I would all of a sudden in one moment embrace my inner self, which may happen, but you know what? Though I'm so thankful for accumulating all of that wisdom, all of that knowledge, until I experience the contrast, the complete contrast for myself with the awareness of the spiritual teachings, with the awareness of what a higher self is, what being in our higher self is, just the awareness and the knowing of it from my inner knowing and everything I've read and collected. So with this awareness, while I'm in a dark place and being able to see the contrast with a higher sense of consciousness and then shifting into the light from that contrast, that's when I was really able to embrace my inner self. So Aaron, as you're accumulating this awareness, perhaps this understanding and these knowings and these spiritual teachings and listening more to your own inner knowing and perhaps sometimes embracing some dark times, which is part of our human experience. Notice in the pockets of light and the long seasons of light, how you're feeling, who you are, who you're attracting. And when you accumulate this knowledge and just have this awareness of the fact that all of this all of these human experiences are for the expansion of your soul and, and help you grow so you can reach your desire that you're able to embrace who you are whether you're in a cloud of darkness or light and you'll see what everyone else who loves you sees and the fact that you asked this you called it in and it's happening for you you're such a light, Erin. I don't know you, but I know you. And so I'm excited for what unfolds for you. Ah, cool. So my name's Gemma. I'm from Melbourne, Australia. I'm the only Aussie uh, at the retreat. My Instagram is at... Gemma with a J, J E M M A underscore moon underscore. <laughs> and, your and my daughter's name is Alaska Moon, that's right. <laughs> so I came into this retreat um, feeling like I wasn't enough. My whole life I felt like I, I, I wasn't enough. Um, low self worth and very insecure. And this retreat really allowed me to let go of that and be who I really am and, and really shine through and be authentic and open and, and look people in the eyes and hold their gaze and have them see me for who I am and see them for who they are. And I've never done that before. <laughs> and it's just so liberating to um, have your heart open with people and, and feel their heart open too. Um, and I've just really had a breakthrough um, with my self-worth and feeling like I'm 
I can just be my authentic self and, and be enough and, and go through the world and be open um, and vulnerable, cautious, but um, I'm enough and it's, yeah, it's amazing. Mm. Mm. It's because here it's just so easy because we're all so open. But in the real world, it's it's difficult because people are busy and they're like, you know, flitting around and, and, and if you look trying to look someone in the eye, it makes you feel like they're, um, they think you're weird or they think that you're like interested in them or, you know, it's it's uncomfortable. But here we're all so open and full of love and we can all just gaze into each other's eyes all day long. <laughs> love you too. Zepatelli asks, so funny you're asking this today. Was just thinking that I'd love to hear more about you on an upcoming podcast. How are you doing and feeling? How have you evolved this year? And where do you see yourself going? Thank you for all the greatness you put out into this world. You've helped me immensely this year. Thank you, Hannah. And it's all of you who helped me immensely this past year. Way more than you can even fathom as this entire tribe was indeed a huge pocket of light and a space of sanity for me. (laughs) So I honestly have been feeling great. I have been feeling illuminated, inspired, and excited about my now and thankful and grateful for my now and also for where I had just been. I'm grateful for the dark cloud I was just experiencing so I can see, truly see, and understand all of this wisdom that I had accumulated before and truly feel and embody it. And I feel much more confident in who I am and my soul's mission and not reaching so much and just allowing everything to happen that's so freeing so i feel i feel free i am free (laughs) i don't fully see myself like i used to when it comes to manifesting specifics i don't see that i have an overall sense of what i'm calling in what i'm manifesting but also just what i know is already coming and it's already here it's just time hasn't caught up with yet but I know, I have an inner knowing that I'm not supposed to share it. But what I do know and what I can share is that it's beautiful and it involves all of you and us as a collective, as a tribe. Thank you so much for asking about that. <laughs> Haley Domage. <laughs> This experience has brought me so much gratitude, life-changing, and the one thing that I am taking away from this is that I already had everything that I need, and you just need to trust yourself because you already have everything. Shelby Holmes 
And Shelby asks, what would your billboard say? Ah, oh, this is a perfect question. I think this is also a great question to wrap up part one because clearly I think I'm going to need a part two <laughs> because this has been quite a minute. What would your billboard say? Okay, this is the perfect time to wrap it up and I'm going to continue to answer more for part two and a part three. I think I'm going to do and I feel like posting part two on Wednesday, part three on Friday. So you get three episodes this week. You're welcome. But I'm having a lot of fun doing this and so I want to answer as many questions as possible and get through the Facebook ones and then some of the Instagram ones and voila. So to wrap this part one up, Shelby Holmes asks, what would your billboard say? Well, Shelby, <laughs> I'm assuming you are asking that second to last question I ask most all of the Euro Magic guests, which is the universe gave you free billboards to share one message across the main highways in major cities all around the world. What will these billboards read? Shelby, my billboard would read, listen, period. <laughs> For some, that might, they might be in traffic and they need that moment of silence to just listen within, tune within. Others that might be expanding and opening their mind to listen to universal messages that are being delivered to you whatever listen means for you but there's something about that simple word listen that is very calming it would also be in lowercase all lowercase so you don't feel like you're getting yelled at imagine like uppercase listen no no that context would throw me off but just all lowercase simple maybe a little cursive or maybe a little typewriter type of font something that is inviting and it just simply says listen period because the more we listen within and the more we take the time to listen the closer we get to source the more layers we peel between and unveil between us and source the walls that we have put up and we peel those layers down, getting closer, hearing more, receiving more. And I notice, I know for me personally, in my personal experience, human experience, the more I reminded myself to listen in each moment, whenever I was having anxiety, stress, sadness, I would just tell myself, listen, and I'd listen within, and it helped bring light or clarity or trust and knowing that it will be okay every time and so the more we listen the more we receive now i believe that's a wrap for part one and again i will be posting part two on wednesday and part three on friday answering as many of the questions as possible from the Facebook Secret Your Own Magic Soul Tribe Facebook group. If you haven't joined yet, we're missing ya. We want your magic there. We want to know what is on your mind, 
how you're connecting, what you're seeking, what you're curious about, or how we can help you expand on your journey or the art that you create. We'd love to see it in the our secret Facebook group, which I will leave that link in the show notes. And of course, I'd love to chat with you on the Instagram. I'm at Raquel Mantra. And because of the unique spelling, that is also in the show notes. And I indeed will most likely answer you, chat with you, even if it does take, you know, a little bit of time. It's my season of getting out there and communicating with the tribe and I'm loving it and right now that's the way we're connecting until we do more IRLs which yes I know people have been twiddling their thumbs waiting for the Sedona announcement that is all coming together we're being patient and it's all going to be announced in divine timing and on the soul tribe website you're on magic.life and there's an exclusive site it is a one-time fee of $44.44 US dollars by the way and it has a plethora of my guided meditations along with journalings but what I'm really excited about which I can't quite share yet in some there's going to be big changes and I know that those of you who are in there I'm so thankful and I know that what is to come is for you so Thank you for everybody who is part of the exclusive site, the service as well, because I make sure the podcast is free and providing some means of a living. And I'm also excited about my co-creation with the beautiful Annie Tarasova of Dreamy Moons, the poetry book that will be coming out this fall. Anyway, much love to you. Jai Ma, Jai Ma, and have a magical day.